Hello, my loyal listeners. It's your radio therapist, Wolf the Dog, and I'm here to dole out suspect advice to people I barely know anything about and soothe your worries when it concerns the goings-on in contention and the world. Or, uh, making them worse sometimes. Hell, I don't know what I'm doing here, but y'all keep listening. As always, we are broadcasting from 694.2 PTBP. The only place your worried minds can go to be soothed when the galaxy is trying to swallow y'all up. <laughs> anyway... This week's Howlin' with Wolf comes from at 1983bit, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. Spreading the news about this show is the only thing that will keep it on the air, y'all. Plus, it makes my heart full of kissy-kissy feelings. They write, Did the outstanding officers of contention notice the signs at the town's border that said it was twinned with a small town in England called Uddersfield? This is a message from Wolf's British cousin, who has heard the news of the strange goings-on. Uddersfield is safe, y'all. Apart from the influx of top-grade cocaine courtesy of the local church, which is flooding the cobbled streets of this West Yorkshire town, don't forget to send us a postcard from Contention Wolf. We await your next update. Tom from Uddersfield, UK. Now listen here, Tom the dog. I told you to never ride into the show. I told you what I'd do to you if I ever caught a whiff of you scurrying about. I'd throw your soul into a dimension from which you'd never return. You'd drift on slowly, grasping at everything but touching nothing, while you fade from existence over millennia. <clears throat> but nice to know things are good in jolly old London, Thomas from Uttersby. Speaking of jolly times, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on Instagram or Twitter. Tag Pretending to be people on Facebook or write a five-star review and email us at pretendingpod at gmail.com. Also, don't sleep on the contest happening over on the subreddit, r slash pretending to be people. You could win your very own hardback slipcase set of Delta Green the role-playing game. So join up with the community there and get to stepping on that contest, y'all. Sometimes, when I hear about the horrors of the world, I feel like stepping into a different reality. It's the news. Last time, Francis Beans embedded a big old rusty fish hook into John Lee Pettymore's shoulder before Clark Bishop could step in. Clark gave her a boot to the gut and she fell into the massive aquarium, hitting her head on the catwalk on the way down. And they left her to float face down in the murky water for pretty much the entirety of the episode. Meanwhile, Keith Vigna escaped from the creature that swallowed him and George Piston. He pulled it off by firing his small but powerful pistol into the wall of this beast, planting a frag grenade into the newly made enclave and using George Piston as a shield from the blast. Keith hit the surface laughing and gibbering some nonsense about something being inside him. They tried to let Kathy Piston off the hook from which she hanged, but they fucked up and dropped her to the bottom of the tank. John Lee Pettymore jumped in, rolled luckily, and paddled Kathy Piston back into the presumed safety of the catwalk. 
Keith performed CPR on both Francis and Kathy, but wouldn't you know it, only Kathy survived. After releasing Doug Jacobs in the body of Agent Trent Chad from his arm-shredding fish hook, our three protagonists and their two new companions stand together, ready to take on the evil of Marvin Glass and foil his plans to take over the hometown of contention. But first, I've set aside just enough time to prepare a brand new song. It may take some time to get used to, like bitter coffee and step-parents, but it's what the American masses one inside of them, like bitter coffee and step parents. It's kudzu with no Start the episode now, Zach. Later, start it here. Pop, Wait, pop, pop. Oh god! <laughs> now you can see. Yeah, it's visual. There was a guy on Reddit today that asked if you treated. Fuck. I think it was I just rolled a nine. I think his example was IMDb scores and Rotten Tomatoes, but I just used Rotten Tomatoes. But it was if you treated directors' scores as a batting average, that if you took all their scores and averaged them out. And I got really curious, so I did a bunch of them, and it was really interesting. Nice. Who had the best? Uh, so, obviously, because it's averages, like, uh, Kubrick was way up there because he only has, like, six films, and, right. and they're all 100, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my the ones I thought were interesting, Ingmar Bergman and Martin Scorsese both have, like, 80% averages, and Sounds they've both right. got, like, 35 films each. It's, yeah. They've got a huge list. I was going to say Scorsese would, would probably be up there. Their status is way up there. The one I was surprised prize was low what was it i think it was fincher maybe had a really low score i wonder who the worst is <laughs> i did m night Shyamalan just to see and it was 49 <laughs> it was really low compared to the others <laughs> yeah he's had some bangers and some really really truly That's awful movies still yeah. batting 490 so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah if he was a baseball player he'd be in the hall of fame mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so as a gm and as the goom, as if a you will. as a goom, as I traditionally call myself, mm-hmm. or dumb, as some <laughs> as, as some have been known to say, I have an interesting time with uh, how we end a session or an episode. In some of these cases, do I do a cliffhanger? Is fun often, or do I give you guys something right off the bat the next time that you're not prepared for? You, you know just I mean? always wait for somebody to say something dumb or funny. And, <laughs> cut it there. and then I start screaming, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Stop it. It's over. Stop playing the fun game. And then we have to stop talking to each <laughs> you other. You won't take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, kick it off. Let's see where we're at. I think you guys were on the catwalks. Walking up to, we had or just, getting down. We had just got uh, Trent Chad. Trent Chad. Yeah. Doug Trent Chad. Doug Jacobs Chad? Yeah. We just got him down, and did we do anything else? Or was that pretty much that the was, end I'm of pretty it? sure that's where we ended. I think that's about where it ended. You did, you did some sort of uh, cheerful gathering the group together speech. We all high-fived. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze frame, high-five. 
Francis is done at this point, right? Or is she very uh, dead? Francis very dead. Bacon. That's what I thought. Very dead. Francis is bacon. <laughs> so you guys are standing on this catwalk with Doug Jacobs in the body of Agent Trent Chad, who's trying to recover from everything that's happened to him, and Kathy Piston who you've been having some interesting conversations with. Will you remind me how much time has passed since the last time we saw Doug Chad? The last time you saw him would have been in the cage. But I mean, uh, in world time, did we? has a day passed or two? I think about a day. A day. Okay. Though you've all been unconscious or <laughs> oh, dead yeah, at points in time. Last, so. uh, remember in the last 24 hours when we died? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it seems like weeks ago. So you guys are all standing there, and the there's the catwalk that leads away from the uh, torture chamber or prison or whatever weird aquarium topping that you are currently standing in. And uh, on the other side, away from that, is the elevator door. And I need you all to roll alertness for me as you begin walking toward the elevator door. Uh, I pass an 18 on a 70. Pass 54 on a 60. An 8. Nice. Yeah, three successes. So you guys all see, as you're walking down this catwalk, busting up out of the water just to the right of you is the fish man you saw earlier wearing the brown jumpsuit who is walking the perimeter in here. And he flops up onto the catwalk Kind of like a fish out of out of water and begins to shake off and we are going to enter combat cool enter combat. enter combat now i've done something kind of fun maybe uh perhaps interesting for this specific combat that we're in right now we all got to get ourselves drenched in the oh, bathtub wow. Ooh, this is very cool whoa i assume this will be posted on the uh, instagram it will indeed so what i've done is i used a whiteboard to make a map of the room that you're in you'll see the grid has the green where the water is and the white is the catwalk that you're standing on remember catwalk is kind of great you know so you can still see and mm-hmm. very much smell the water coming up from underneath you that black x's are on a couple of the water spots. Those are where bodies are hanging. And over there, there's a circle uh, with a little uh, frowny face and two X's. That's where the body of Francis Beans is. And then down here, we have the catwalk leading to the elevator door. We also have five little, uh, little magnets, three of which are cat butts. It's the butts of cats. Oh, I thought they were dinosaurs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> they look extremely similar to brontosaurus's. And then we have two little markers down here. One is a, a, a kitty pen magnet thing, and the other one's just a little brick. So the little brick is going to be Agent Trent Chad's body with Doug Jacobs trapped inside. And the little kitty there is going to be Kathy Piston. What color cats do you guys want to be? We've got a, an orange cat, a gray cat, and a black cat. I want to be the orange cat. I'll be the great cat i got the black cat then all righty is that elevator door the one we came in to get into this room it is indeed okay so are we positioned correctly right now sure okay <laughs> then we leave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got this kathy so the elevator door so this brown suit fish man flops in between you guys and the elevator door and stands up and shakes all this water off of him and looks up at you. And we are now in 
combat. Joe, Clark Bishop always acts first. What do you do? I want to pull... So I handed Kathy a gun last episode. Yeah. Uh, I want to pull the other one from my waistband and throw it to Doug Chad. All right. And if I can, I'd like to still pull mine out of my boot. Can I do two of those? I would say that you could like pull one, throw it, and then pull another, but maybe not shoot this turn. That's what I'll do if that works for you. And who's got a better dexterity between John Lee Pettymore and Keith Vigna? I have 60. 50. All right. So Keith Vigna, you are up next. So real quick, (laughs) Doug Chad might not be able to catch too well with his stigmata hands. (laughs) It hits him in the face. Oh. I didn't want to influence your role-playing decision, but... Oops. I'll roll for him. Let's see uh, if he, he'll have a 40% chance to catch it. Yeah, that's not bad. Given where the cat butts are, I could just uh, grapevine it down to him. He rolled a 31. Yay! Nice. So that's he, our Doug Chad. He grimaces and is like, all right, fuck, I am... Oh, ready to go. And then he <laughs> loads, he like cocks the pistol. Attaboy. So you can tell he means business. And it is Keith Vigna's turn. I pull out my tiny powerful gun, aim it right at that fish man, and take a shot. Alrighty, go ahead and roll firearms for me. 74 and a 70. Ooh, mm. so you fire into the wall and it actually makes a divot in this. So the wall right next to the elevator is that same like onyx kind of like black obsidian and you fire into it and it actually like kind of cracks and you can see in the reflection it like shatters into a bunch of different like mirror reflections nice. all coming Ooh. back and it looks very cool. <laughs> awesome miss. Thanks. John Lee Pettymore, it's your turn. I want to sling my shotgun like down to my hip and pull my pistol out with my other hand and give him a blast with each. With each? Yeah. Dual wielding. Yes. All right. I'm going to have you roll firearms at negative 20%. Oh, man. (laughs) Hopefully this was a good call. Yes, 25 on a modified uh, 60, so 40. Congratulations. All right, so you are almost point blank range, so you're going to be in your second damage increment on the shotgun. So you're going to roll 3d6 for damage on that? On just the shotgun? Yeah, and then also uh, it was a pistol, you said? The the heavy pistol, yeah. Yep, so 1d10, 3d6, plus 2. Hell yeah. Good shot. Oh, no. Okay, Uh, so... Eight plus, so 10. 10 total, all right. So that blast goes directly into his gut. And have you ever- gu- I was aiming for his gills. Have you ever gutted a fish before? Yeah. What's it look like on the inside? Fish guts. guts. Yeah, so it's that. <laughs> um, you blast through and you can tell, uh, especially since it's his turn next, you'll be able to tell that he's gonna be able to continue to act, but according to what one might call, uh, I think it's D&D, is it Dungeons and Dragons rules? Mm -hmm. Uh, He is certainly bloodied. (laughs) (laughs) But unbowed. Immediately, he's, Fatagen, ooh, ooh, Fatagen, Targen, Targen, Fatagen, ooh, ooh, Fatagen, Targen, Targen. Fatagen. That's, yeah, that's catchy. Fatagen, Targen, Targen.
Boom, boom, boom. You hear that all happen in quartet fashion as three other fishmen show up on the map. And I will place them. They're going to be on either side of you and in the back of the room by Francis Beans' body. They're flanking us. Oh, boy. There was another cat butt available and you saved it for a fish man. <laughs> <laughs> there was. What are those cats called? It's got a black tail. It's like the one in uh, Meet the Parents. Like Siamese? Sure. And so with that, these other you hear a uh, full quartet and surround sound of this chant. Oh, by the way, he has a smile while he's singing. More of a grimace than a smile, I suppose. More of a uh, giant purple action figure for McDonald's. And he, <laughs> he, um, he, his teeth are like human teeth. I don't know if I've ever explained that. When he when he grimaces these uh, the, these mutated humans, they they still have it's like those fish like clownfish that, or yeah, not clownfish. Are they? Mm, not Parrot sure. fish, I think they're called. I looked it up once, and they've got real weird human-looking teeth. <laughs> yeah. And he, this creature in front of you also has those teeth. Ooh. With that, his turn is finished, and Doug Jacobs, oh. Kathy Piston are both standing there with pistols in their hands. Well, hey, can we get back to the magnet thing real quick? Doug was a cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you're absolutely right. I fucked up really bad here, so we're gonna take away the uh, the just swap them. The brick, the brick is now a fish man. The brick is now a fish man. And Doug Jacobs is rightfully a cat butt. <laughs> it's called a sheep's head fish. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah, yeah it's really gross looking. <laughs> when I'm imagining it, it's bad in my mind space. Bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking out! They are—they're uh, both going to fire in two two different directions here. Kathy is going to shoot the one who is flanking you from the back and side, and Doug Jacobs is going to fire at the one right in front of him. Doug Jacobs misses wildly and fires into one of the shattered pieces of wall that Keith fired into earlier, breaking it further into a prettier sight. Mm. Oh, and Kathy Piston fires true, and. Does five damage to one of the fishmen. The one on the bottom? The one on the bottom. Nice. Good job, Kathy. Kathy Piston fires straight and true. (laughs) (laughs) She let loose a bullet. (laughs) She slayeth the fishman. She shot gun real good. Fireball, fireball. The other three fishmen continue in their their chanting, and you hear a rumble and your feet begin to shake and you see in the distance two massive claws grab on to the catwalk and begin ripping it down and the catwalk fully breaks off into the water and where it once was you see this massive creature that looks exactly like one of these fishmen unclothed and four times larger and this one has a giant wound in its side and it is bleeding out pus water and this black ichor what's the junk like oh it's super tight (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) that will be uh portrayed by this magnet for tank seven by boulevard brewing smokestack series cool cool yum (laughs) making me thirsty and with that the giant monster fish creature is in the game. 
at the top of the order here. It's going to be Clark Bishop's turn, and I want to give you guys a few uh, outlines for this combat. Basically, in order to leave this room, from what you know right now, you have to leave through the elevator. In order for the elevator to come, you have to press the button. You don't know how many rounds it's going to take for the elevator to come after you press the button. So you have to survive until the elevator comes. You can each move... How do you make an elevator come? <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> you can each move uh, two spaces, which I'm going to dictate as uh, grid spots. So you can move from like one water to the... Ne- you know, move up two right, different right. water mm-hmm. spaces in the grid. Or no, sorry. You can move one space and act, or you can move two spaces with no action. How many spaces away is the button for the elevator? The button for the elevator is going to be two spaces away from where you all all are now. Okay. Like the elevator bridge represents two squares, basically. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. All right, Clark Bishop, top of the round. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to uh, fire at the fish man that is blocking our way to the elevator. All right. Go ahead and roll firearms for me. Uh, I pass a 24 on an 80. Alrighty, roll damage. That's a four. Four on one D10. Do you say anything cool? Does he die? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so you, you're firing into him with your pistol. I got him hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that's a pretty good part. <laughs> It's made all the cooler as the fish man stumbles back and forth as being shot and looks at you and goes, Fadagan, and then falls off to the left side into the water and you see blood start to dissipate all throughout the water. He would have been a really chill dude if he was like, hook, line, and sinker, barely newer, and then died. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been very chill. You're right. Chill way to respond to somebody like action movie line Killing you. you. Yeah. Is Delta Green a game where if I've now used an action, I can't move? Or can I go ahead and use the movement Green I would have had? A game or- <laughs> Delta Green is this a lifestyle, is right? Joe. Is this okay? It's a lifestyle. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> it's a lifestyle in which you can move one space after yeah. you fire. Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and make my way middle of the gangway there. Making my way in the middle. Clark Bishop is now in the middle on his way to the elevator one space away keith vigna it's your turn hey do i have a clear shot on big boy you do he's pretty far away pretty from far. you right now about 50 yards out i'll take one step or one square towards him and then take a shot with my tiny powerful gun yeah do you do anything cool or do you just like walk slowly toward it or do you tremble or are you scared at all of this giant <laughs> fucking beast that's I've, in front of you i fought this motherfucker yeah, already you, you fucking took this guy on <laughs> you've been inside as i fire at him i say eat this noodle fish bitch <laughs> all right okay roll okay <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-three. Wow, you cannot roll a success to save your life. This sucks, dude. You just fire this this gun. I mean, it, it the noise that it makes in this room every time you fire it is exhausting to the ears. 
as is your lack of good rolling. Thomas. <laughs> John Lee Pettymore's turn. Can I make it to the elevator this turn? You absolutely can. Okay, I want to do that and press the button. Alrighty. Pardon me? Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you press the button to the left of the elevator door and it lights up green. Bing! Tap it a few more times, John. <laughs> Kathy Piston is going to, in full Keanu Reeves fashion, just start walking slowly and calmly to the fish man she already shot and continue firing into it. Succeeding once again. Hell yeah, Kathy. An awesome and compliant NPC. (laughs) Oh, uh, but she, she does fire true. However, she only wings him in the shoulder and it does not seem to do any damage whatsoever, which is interesting. If you had to put a numerical Mm. value on it. I would say zero. It seems like these fishmen have some sort of armor on their skin that is making them not take full damage Uh, from gunfire. Oh, bummer. Interesting. Like an amphibious chain mail. Like an amphibious chain mail. (laughs) Doug Jacobs is going to join you on the catwalk. He's very scared. He wants to get out of here. He's tired. His arms hurt, and he's bleeding all over the place. He's, he's very upset. And uh, for the last like couple hours, he's just been doing everything everyone says, and he hated feeling that way, and he's scared. <laughs> Clark, if, if it gets real bad, we just throw this bleeding bastard to the big fish like Chum, right? I, I'm saying, no, of course not, but I'm nodding yes. <laughs> These fishmen both jump in the water. Boo. Sneaky hobbitses. Bloop. Bloop. And then they pop out on either side of Keith Figna. Oh, they got some movement on them. The massive lumbering creature is clawing its way right toward Keith Vigna, who is now being completely surrounded by these amphibious creatures. Oh, that's... And it gets close enough in one turn to go ahead and try to claw at Keith Vigna. Succeeding. So it basically... Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Luke, if you die before we play the next game, do you want to just Uber home instead of... I'll just just walk. The claw does nine damage, so the claw, basically, one of the, like, the thumb claw just reach, like, goes directly into your shoulder, and the back four claws all dig into your back, and it is going to, with a successful claw attack, it has a chance to grab. And it fails the gr- the grab, so it digs its claws into you for nine damage, and you start bleeding just profusely. And you actually feel a crunch where it entered you because it went all the way through the layer of metal that is in that arm. Gosh. Well, fuck. I have two hit points left. I was about oh, to say we're fucked. Oh, you have two hit points left, and uh, so you took nine damage when you had eleven. So I'm gonna go ahead with two hit points. You might fall unconscious. Ah, why did I say that? So, oh, because we're playing Actually. a game, and it's <laughs> fun when we uh, when we play by the no, by the there rules. shouldn't be stakes or consequences. <laughs> Everything should always work out. So, I need you to roll a Constitution check to stay awake 
as blood just gushes. Fucking 93 oh again. God. It was 93 with different dice. Yep. That is absolutely remarkable. Wow. As God Keith's damn it. light goes out and he falls onto Keithy. the catwalk. Luke, I'm going to need you to leave the room. Yeah, I figured. Oh, shit. Fuck. We'll save you, Keith. I hope so. I've actually got a pretty decent plan, I think. Just yell, yell uh, only when you need me. 